Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the She's So Pure podcast. I know, I know, I know. I've been going for what, like almost two years? Or more than two years, actually. Um, yes, it's been a while. A lot of things happened, a lot of things has changed. Um, first off, I do want to say God is good because I went on a roller coaster. Um, I do want to share what happened with the podcast and with me. Um, I stopped recording because I got out of the word. I was out of the word into the world. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot happened. And I'm trying to get back to where I was before, you know, being close with God and everything, because I did a big disconnect it's like I pulled the plug on the bible you know and it's it's hard to sin when you're saved because the conviction is real like you can't even enjoy sin when you're saved because you know you're doing wrong so you can't enjoy it it's like robbing a bank Imagine robbing a bank and you get away with all the money, but then you just can't enjoy the money because you know it's it's stolen. That's how I was with sexual sin. I fell back into uh, sexual immorality. And to be honest, it wasn't enjoyable at all. Um... So, twenty the end of 2019 is when I um, started talking to a guy. 20, the end of 2019, I would say about October, November-ish, I started talking to this guy. He wasn't saved at all. I knew his intentions. But I told him, like, hey, I'm celibate, whatever. So, wait, was it? No, it was like the middle of 2019 it was somewhere around there but he knew I was celibate and you know he was still we were still talking so I'm like usually when I tell guys I'm celibate they wait I mean they wait they don't wait usually when I tell guys I'm celibate they don't wait they like ghost me (laughs) that next hour but this guy he waited around for like months almost a whole year And I was like, okay, he's not pressuring me into having intercourse, you know? And we hung out or whatever. But I could, I could, I knew deep down that, you know, he wasn't the one God wanted me to be with. Like, he wasn't my husband. I just, I just liked his company. And I was very attracted to him. But I knew deep down inside he was not my husband you know so I don't know like we hung out a lot of we hung out a lot we chill or whatever um I wasn't like you know how some people give up on a celibacy because they want to just have sex that I was the opposite I didn't want to like I could have went on a hundred more years 
Like, I'm not the person who always want to have sex. Like, sex is the last thing on my mind. I think I just got bored with with the wait because so many guys just want to have sex and not wait. But he was different at that moment. He was, at the time, he was different. So I was like, okay, if I do have sex with him, like, I mean, it ain't really going to matter. Because he did say he wanted, he eventually wanted to get married. And he proposed or whatever. You know, I don't, um, I don't like rings. So I always said, if I do get married, I don't want no ring. I just get like a tattoo or, or whatever. And, you know, he was like, we're going to get married. Woo, woo, woo. I didn't fall for it, guys. He thought he got me, but I really didn't fall for what he was saying. I was just so bored. Like, I was sick of being holy and saved. Like, I wanted something new, but not the sex part. Like, I wanted, you know, to chill with a guy. I wanted to have a friend because, you know, God had isolated me. You know, I I didn't even at this time I um I stopped hanging out with a lot of my friends because they weren't saved and I was. But then I got so bored, like I don't know, I just got bored. I just got sick of being I got I don't wanna say I got sick of God, I just got sick of being religious. And following the Christianity rules. That's what I got sick of. Can't listen to this. Can't go to this. Can't watch this. Can't do this. Like, it's a lot of rules, and I got sick of them. I got sick of praying. I got sick of... It's like, okay, I read the Bible every day and read the scriptures. And I know them scriptures by heart. And I was living out them scriptures, but I got sick of it. Like, I wanted something new. Remind you, I was... I've been, like, celibate and saved for, like, five years. So imagine doing the same thing. And that's how, I know that's how you're supposed to live. Don't get me wrong, but all of that for five years straight. Like, I gave up, I sacrificed a lot, and that's a part of being, you know, that's the, that's the, that's the part of following Christ is denying your flesh putting your cross down picking the cross up I forgot I think I said it backwards but y'all know what I mean but I don't know I just got sick of it I got bored basically I got super bored you know I was on fire for God but when I met him um I knew I was playing with fire but it was just more of a project. I knew he wasn't my husband even when he did ask me to marry him. He just said that because he knew that that's the only way he gonna get me, excuse me, is him saying he was gonna marry me. And then he probably thought he fooled me, but I told God, like, I'm about to, I'm about to play on this playground for a minute, but I'm coming back. And Kaya said, I told God I'll be back in the second. That was me. Like, I knew I wasn't going to marry him. I knew he didn't even want me like that. 
But I just wanted to play that game. It was just a, a game to me. So I ended up breaking my celibacy with him. And wait, before that, I'll never forget. The day I knew I was going to break my celibacy, I told God, don't stop me. Like, I made up my mind I'm doing this. Because usually it's been so many times I was going to break my celibacy. And I prayed. I was like, God, please stop me. I don't want to break my celibacy on my hard work. And he stopped me. Like, it went away. And mind you, the times that I wanted to break my celibacy had nothing to do with sex. It just wanted to build that connection even more with, with the guy. But this time, I broke my celibacy because I got sick of God's timing as well. And I was, and I ain't gonna say I was settling. This time it was like, oh, I just wanna be out there and have fun, you know? Say, you know, just be out there and have fun. So right before I left to go chill with him, I told God, God, do not stop me. Do not give me a flat tire. Because there's, there's other times where God showed up. I was on a flight, and God broke, broke, and God stopped me from breaking my celibacy. So, but this time I told him, nope, leave me alone. I'm grown. I know what I'm doing. So that day that I broke my celibacy during the act, it was so weird because it was like, see, when when you're saved and you have the Holy Spirit in you, the Holy Spirit just don't go hide in the corner while you go do your do. Like, if the Holy Spirit is in you, then he's in you, period. You can't just say, hey, Holy Spirit, go downstairs real quick while, while I... Uh, fornicate and then come back when I'm finished no the, the Holy Spirit is there with you so I done been intimate with I ain't gonna say it like that I done been intimate a lot of times and this particular time was so different like it was like an outer body experience it was like I was watching myself fornicate and it was like my spirit was watching myself fornicate. But then me as a body, I felt like I was being assaulted. Like I felt like I was being violated. Like, like, ill, who is this man on me? You know? And that's, like, as I think about it, I felt like that because I became pure and God washed away all my sins for my husband. So he, the Holy Spirit, knowing that's not my husband, it felt weird and different. It felt like I was being R-A-P-E-D. Like, I didn't enjoy it at all. And it just felt, like, so different than all my other encounters before I was saved. Like, this felt like I was violated, assaulted. Like, there was no connection at all. Even though we've been talking for a whole year. 
Like there was no connection because God reprogrammed, rebirthed my body for my husband. And I just gave it away to some random guy. Even though I knew him for a year, my spirit, our spirit didn't know each other. So when you become celibate or abstinent, whatever they want to call it, and God purifies you and and you're reborn, he's rebirthing you for your spouse, not for some random. So that's why I felt so weird because me and this guy, we was talking and dating for a whole year. Like you connect with somebody within three to six months when y'all dating. I didn't even love him. I had love for him, but I didn't love him. So during that whole encounter, it felt so weird. Like, And then afterwards, it was like we didn't even know each other. We didn't even talk nothing. Like, I got on my phone. He got on his phone. We went to dinner. And it was just awkward because I guess he could feel the awkwardness within me. But, um, yeah, it was weird, bro. That was the weirdest encounter I ever had. It was like, you know, when you have like, uh, when you hook up like a one night stand and it's awkward afterwards. Like that's how it was, but times ten. Like my body, my spirit did not know that man. So afterwards, when you know, afterwards when I end up going home and everything, we didn't even talk to each other. Like we basically ghosted each other. Because we didn't know each other. Like, my spirit, I don't know. I guess it was weird for him, too, because he didn't feel that connection. It was like I disconnected from him. So we ended up, like, ghosting each other. And I felt so bad because I didn't feel bad because what he did. Like, and I found out he was talking to somebody else the whole time, too. Like, the day after I found out he was talking to somebody else or in the process of talking to somebody else. But I wasn't even hurt off that. I was hurt because I broke my covenant with God over something that lasted for a couple of minutes, you know? Like, all that hard work, staying celibate, and I just gave it up to a random person who I wasn't spiritually bound to. Just because I was bored. Not because I wanted to have sex, but I was just bored. So that hurt. Like, I was hurt. And then the next, that ne- the day I, I got hurt was the day I had to work as well. So I was like, jeez. Double homicide. Like, so. And I forgot to tell y'all, I forgot to tell y'all this part. When I knew I was about to break my celibacy, the devil told this the devil told me straight up, like I know the devil's voice and I know I can hear the devil's voice and God's voice. The devil said these exact words. God will forgive you. When I was on my way over to over to chill with him, the devil said, God will forgive you. And then afterwards, <laughs> after I committed the sin, this nigga, the devil, had the nerve to say you broke your celibacy. God ain't gonna ever forgive you. <laughs> so I was wrestling with that. And then at the time, at the time that I was talking to him, I was 
courting with another dude. Like, we wasn't on nothing serious. It's more like a friendship, but we was courting. Um, And I told him what happened. Like, hey, I messed up and fornicated with a guy. And this guy, he um he was the man of God. But I knew he wasn't my husband because I wasn't attracted to him. But the guy, um, this uh, this guy that I was courting to see if, you know, I I didn't like him. But every day, like, we'll have Bible study over the phone or whatever. And I told him what happened. And he gave me so many Bible scriptures about, like, the, adult, the adulterer, the lady who committed adultery. The lady who um, had five husbands and kept fornicating. Like, he kept sending me all them scriptures and how God forgave them. And he was like, God will forgive you. But that was my biggest struggle with breaking my celibacy is knowing that God forgives. And for, it took me a long time. Like, I would say six months to a year to get it in my head that God forgave me for doing that. So what did I do? The devil kept telling me, hey, he don't forgive you. You going to hell. Like what you did was the worst thing you can ever do. And as saved as I was and with my connection to God and everything, it's like I committed the worst crime. But I didn't believe that God forgave because I felt like I just committed murder. So I continued fornicating with, with other men. Like, you know how they say when you go through a breakup, you go through the whole phase. And that's what I was doing. Like, I was in my whole phase. And even though I wasn't sad about our breakup with me and the guy, it felt like, because it felt like me and Jesus was in a relationship. Like, we were. We were in a covenant, and I broke that covenant. And for me to to heal in my eyes was to fornicate even more. Because I kept, the devil kept saying, you already started back having sex. You might as well just go crazy. So that's what I did. Like, I started fornicating. I started getting flued out. I started talking to all these dudes, like, going crazy. Because I already messed up. So that's where I've been. Right now, I'm in a place to where I don't even want to talk to nobody. I'm not saying I'm celibate, but I don't know. It's I'm I'm not fornicating no more. Like, but that door or window still, I still got that window open or that door open, you know. So I'm trying to get back to where I was before. But I'm trying. Excuse me. I'm trying. I don't want to even talk to nobody. Because, like, like I said, sin is not enjoyable. Because I know my body is for my husband. And God put that in me when I first became celibate. Like, like even being touched by a guy, like, don't even feel good to me. You don't. Being talked to, like, you know, that little pillow sweet talk, like, that don't even sound good to me. 
Because I know, I know it's not forever, you know? God put it in me. My spirit is aligned with my husband. Even though I don't know who my husband is, but I know, like, my, my, in my spirit, my spirit is like, ill. this person is unfamiliar. So, that's how I'm, that's what I'm going through right now, like, and the devil is tempting me with, <clears throat> excuse me, with so many men, like, so many men be hitting me, let me take you out, let me fly you out, let me buy you this, let me buy you that, like, all the stuff I used to love before I was saved, but... It's like, ew, leave me alone. It makes me like, like we want to delete my social media. Or the way men look me look at me in public. Like, I know men look at females in public, but it's just, ugh. Like, men, men tur- turns me off. Like, if it ain't my husband, then I don't want it. And that's. It's weird how God can just purify you like that to the point to where, to the point to where, like, everything is disgusting. And that's how I know, like, I can never settle, ever. Like, if I settle, I'll be a fool because I'm going to be miserable. So that's where I am now. Like, I'm, I'm... I wouldn't say I'm celibate because I still got that that back that back door open for lust to come in. But um it came to the point to where like man would offer me money and God was like, Why are you doing this? Like I provide do I not provide for you? I'm like, you're right. Like, I don't need no sugar daddies or nothing like that. Like, it, it got bad. It got real bad to the point where, like, God was like... And 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 when I did get to the point of... Like, I know now... Um, I would say the end of last year or the beginning of this year. I know for a fact God forgave me because now our relationship... Like, at first, I was more religious, but now this this time, I have more of a relationship with, with Jesus and, and God now. So, I'm kind of glad that, I, that this did happen because I was so religious, following religion, following the church rules to the point where I was losing my relationship. But no cap, like, this situation made me super close to God. Like, I am so close to him. Like, our love, I can really feel it. Like, he tells me that he loves me all the time. And I tell him that I love him. Um, But it's, it's, it's weird because I was struggling so hard with forgiveness. For I was like, God ain't going to forgive me. So I might as well just go crazy. <clears throat> But, man, he forgave me, and I had to fight it, like, because he kept telling me he, he forgave me, he forgave me, and I didn't believe it. But now, like, 
you forgave me. And I don't want to keep taking, you know, his grace and mercy. Like, I don't want to take advantage of that. So that's why I'm trying really hard not to, you know, keep fornicating. You know, because I don't, first of all, a lot of people follow God just because they don't want to go to hell. A lot of Christians do. But me, I follow him because I love him. And I know he loved me. And I don't want to mess that up. Because imagine having a disobedient child. You know, and... I don't know. Like, I don't want to be disobedient. Like, if I... Like, if he just said, okay, I changed the Bible, everybody going to hell. Like, I would still love him in hell. Like, that's how much I love God. So, I'm not saved and everything just because I don't want to go to hell. Like, if he tell me I have to go to hell because he changed the rules, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, dang, I got to go to hell? Okay. But I I still love him. You know, it's like getting... You being a disobedient child, you getting whooped by your parents. Yeah, you're going to be mad at them, but you still love them at the end of the day. So that's how it is with God, like my relationship with God. Like, even though I'm disobedient, I don't want to be disobedient. It's hard, but I don't want to be disobedient. I can care less about going to hell. I mean, I don't want to. Of course, I don't want to go to hell. I want to be in heaven with him, but... um, Like, I just want to love him. That's it. And I know for me to love another human in that way, it, he will have to come from God because I, I love God. And then the man that I marry is going to have to come from God because these worldly men, I just cannot connect with them. I cannot connect with the worldly man. I tried. Coming out of my celibacy, like it was, I cannot connect with them. We don't, we're not on the same page. We don't see eye to eye. It's weird. It is super weird trying to have a conversation with the worldly man. Because all they want to do is talk about sex or smoking or money or alcohol, going to the club. Like, I don't. I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about God. Like, I could talk about God for hours. So that's why I cannot connect with a really man. And I'm like, dang, like, I might as well be celibate because I get no joy out of fornicating. Number one, because it's a sin. Number two, my body can't connect with the person who's not from God. So, that's what I've been dealing with. Hopefully, I drop more episodes. It ain't no hopefully. I will. I got a lot to talk, a lot to talk about. Um, yeah. If you ever feel tempted to breaking your celibacy... Just go to God. I know you can it, you grow weary or you get bored, but 
Go to God. You know, I wish I would have um, never broke my celibacy. But then again, I'm glad I did because I was living a religious life instead of a righteous life. I was all about religion. And I did love God, but I love, love God. Now, so I'm not saying sin to love God even more. I'm not saying that, but I don't know. I guess that was written for me. You know, I like, I really love God now. Because I know, like, how he worked. You know, or maybe it was a test, a temptation test, and I failed. But he forgave me. That's that's all that matters to me. You know, and I'm still struggling with, um, with my purity or whatever. But I'll get there eventually. But yeah, I'll talk to y'all in the next episode.